Welcome to the Abundant Wellness with Andrea podcast from surviving to thriving in mind, body, and spirit. Hey there, I'm Andrea Jones, registered nurse, functional hormone coach, inner healing and deliverance pastor, and most importantly, wife and mother of two beautiful girls. This podcast is really a conversation about how to discover and walk in an abundant life that God has laid out for us while processing what I call the messy middle, pain and overcoming things in our life that are hard in order to nurture all of the parts of you so that you can walk in abundant wellness in all areas. Welcome to our Monday Mindset. We have Liz here today. And for those of you who don't know, Liz is our amazing executive assistant. Um, She is a jack of all trades and just an incredible gift to this community, but also um, to the women in the Happy Hormones program. And as somebody who's gone through the Happy Hormones program herself, um, just brings a ton of just a wealth of information. to this community. So I'm super excited that you're here today, Liz. Thank you for giving your time. And we wanted to talk today about one of the mindsets that really keeps women stuck. So we've started this uh, Monday mindset thing because we're realizing that above and beyond the steps that you can take, meaning like changing supplements or changing your diet or going to sleep on time, there are certain belief systems and mindsets that really do um, set the women in the coaching program apart. But also the flip side of that is the mindsets that actually keep us stuck. So today we wanted to actually talk about um, those feelings of overwhelm and like when we're stressed and we're overwhelmed and we're getting bombarded with information from every source possible. And then what happens in our brain is we think I don't have time to address this issue. So Liz, I was wondering if you could share a little bit, we've got your full testimony like in its whole own other video, but, um, so definitely go back and watch that if you have not yet, but Today, I was hoping that you could share a little bit about um, where you were in your process in an extremely overwhelming, busy season, and what kind of flipped the switch for you. Because I know that we see this with the clients that we work with. I see it with a lot of the women that I have conversations with, and that's kind of, we kind of get stuck or halted at that place where it's like, do I really have time for this? And I was, I was wondering if you could share a little bit about kind of your process with that and, and how you got through it. Yeah. Yeah. When I, um, first joined the group and was just looking into this, I was going through a really high stress situation. We were planning this huge event that I was doing administration for, and we had really stressful family situation. And then the pandemic was in the middle of all of that. And I was like, I am so overwhelmed, but my body is screaming for help. Like Mm -hmm. I was losing my hair and going through mood swings. And there was like one to two weeks out of the month where I was just taken out. Like I was planning my month around my period. And I was just like, I cannot afford to let this continue because I know that even entering into this high stress situation, entering into the pandemic, Um, my body is not getting the support it needs and it's going to fight back and I can't afford to not give this some of my time and attention. And I remember us having this conversation because I was like, I don't know if I should 
be making a big change right now. Like, and I, I loved what you told me. You said, you know, what other better time for you to give your body support and to take even small steps forward towards right. shifting things than when you're in a high stress situation. Cause right. and you even said, can you imagine how equipped you would be when you're on the other side of this and you have all these tools in your tool, in your tool belt. And I was like, that makes total sense because I usually fall off of a healthy program or healthy habit when I'm in high stress. Right. So yeah. to give that place and to give it time and attention, it was actually really empowering for me. Like I have all these other things going on, but I cannot afford to not do this, especially being a breast cancer survivor and them telling me that having high estrogen could lead to a reoccurrence. I'm like, what am I doing? Like if I, if I don't make this change, Mm -hmm. I could end up back where I started and I just did not want that to happen. And so I realized that reprioritizing my life, even in the middle of overwhelm, even in the middle of just all these stress factors that were not going to go away was could potentially save my life. And not only that, but it would actually help these high stress situations because I was barking at my family. I was not a pleasant person to be around. And I was, I was like adding to everyone else's stress and it was just like worst case scenario meets worst case scenario. So it's like, I'm not going to make a commitment to my own self-care you know, things are just going to get worse, you know? And Ooh. so I have to ask myself, what happens if I don't make a change? You know, yeah. <clears throat> what happens if I wait even longer? And, you know, I, I, t- I didn't want to find that out. So I right. have that support well, is huge. Because yeah. you've already been through your worst nightmare, right? Yeah. Right. Every woman's absolute worst nightmare is like, that's what you were living. You'd already lived through that part. And so I think, and I, in a different way, that's what woke me up as well was my dad dying of brain cancer and realizing he was not a genetic, like it wasn't genetic. And so that's really what began to tip the scales of kind of held up a mirror to my own health issues. And like, what am I ignoring? Yeah. That really is, you know, when we're talking about these symptoms, God, that is my belief system, whether you who are watching or not, it doesn't have to be, but for me, my faith is a big part of my belief system and God made us to walk in divine health. And so when we've been told by the medical community, by practitioners, by doctors, by, you know, mainstream media or whatever, that it's normal to be miserable two weeks out of the month so that you actually do not fulfill the call on your life. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's BS. Right. And, and I think that's what began to tip the scales for me of those little warning signs. And I didn't listen. (laughs) This is Mm -hmm. the thing. Okay. So, and there, I know, I know that there are so many people that relate to that because so many of the women that I talked to are like, I have been miserable for 15 years. I have been miserable for my whole life. I don't remember ever feeling good. And it's, it's that when we get to that place, and that's what we're talking about today is I don't have enough time. The belief that we don't have enough time to resolve the issue comes from a place of feeling really overwhelmed. 
Right. Mm -hmm. And when you're not feeling good, like I remember I was having panic attacks every single day, six o'clock in the morning would wake me in a, in a cold sweat, uh, throwing up and having diarrhea because my adrenaline and my cortisol was so high because my thyroid was wackadoodle. And my doctor's like, Oh, you're just having postpartum, but it's too late to be postpartum. So you're just crazy. And I was like, (laughs) Oh, that was not helpful. So, um, and really it comes from that place of being feeling so much sicker than we're even realizing. Like we're tired. We don't Mm -hmm. have energy. We're moody as heck two weeks out of the month. We're snapping at our spouse and we don't really even realize it until we get our period. And then we're like, Oh yeah, I totally just yelled at you for nothing. Like (laughs) that was dumb. And, um, and then that belief system comes in of, I don't, I don't have time because I, because I feel so overwhelmed when really, if you know what to focus on, you get your time back. Right. And, and I think, how would you kind of describe that? Like, cause I know for myself, I did not have the privilege of like the happy hormones process or like working with a coach. I had a doctor who's like, you have to change 30 things today. And when I was already like, I was already hypoglycemic. I was all of these. I was very ill. You guys working, had a newborn. This was not an ideal time. This was not like all the things we think of that perfect time to work on ourselves. This was not that. And so, um, that was very over, that was overwhelming, but I knew I had to do something. And so talk a little bit about, you know, about what it was like to have, you know, what helped you to kind of begin to take those little action steps and get out of some of the perfectionism and the waiting for the perfect time or getting over that belief system of, I don't have time to work on this issue. Yeah. I can't imagine going through all of that all at once because (laughs) thankfully for you, because of you, my situation was different and it was just, I just had these small steps. Like here's the one thing you need to focus on this week. That's going to support your body. And it was like these building blocks of where it wasn't so overwhelming because I was the type of person where I would do that. I would put all of this pressure and I would say, I have to have all of my ducks in the row and follow, follow everything perfectly. And I loved having the support where it's like, you don't have to do this perfectly because your body didn't get here like in 12 weeks. Like this was a lifetime of me not making time for myself, me making bad choices, doctors constantly telling me the reasons why you're feeling this way is because you're overweight. And of course, it's so hard to lose over, lose weight when you're like hormones are out of balance. But of course, right. nobody tells you that. Right. But it was just it was so helpful, especially in that stressful time. <clears throat> Because I remember like having that negative self-talk of like, I'm just going to blow it. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. so busy. I'm so overwhelmed. And just having the support saying, no, like you only need to focus on this step and we're going to build this step. And even when I was like blowing it (laughs) and I didn't have a few weeks where it was just like, I can't keep up with stuff. It's like, okay, well, here's what you can do. And just having that support especially in, in the middle of overwhelm. Cause I think your, your brain starts to tell you like, oh, you should have never started this. And you know, all you really the negative thoughts. Yeah, all yeah. And like really picking those apart and like going back to my commitments to myself, that self-care was important. Mm-hmm. And I have to reprioritize my time because it, 
for me to get better and for me to set myself up for success and use these tools effectively, I needed to go back to that commitment of why I was doing this. Because honestly, like when cancer hits, it takes up all your time. Like, like you just have to go to treatments. Like you're forced to reprioritize your life. Yeah. And why wait until it gets to that point? Like I had told myself that like cancer totally like took over my life for, you know, a whole year. And it's like, I gave myself, I can give myself 12 weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But when, when it matters most to where it's not, you know, where your life is on the line and you can make practical steps and right. you can give up things that are not serving you well to help your body and support your body and turn the ship. Why not do that? So I think just really having those like small steps of what to focus on and even having that support of when, you know, detox happens or, you know, maybe my body reacted a certain way. And cause normally I'd be like, Oh, forget it. Like I'm done. I, yeah. This yeah. For me. Yeah, I had, I had you and you were like, no, this is a normal part of the process. This is what your body is doing. That was crucial for me because it helped me understand that my time investment was, was working. Right. And it wasn't me failing because I didn't feel good. Like it wasn't an automatic click where everything just was fixed. Right. It's like, no, this is a process. Let's keep taking these steps forward. And here's what your time commitment is giving back to you. That was huge. Yeah. No. And I think you said that so well, because, you know, even if we're not looking at like worst case scenario, like nightmare situation where like me, where I was really sick or you had cancer, we work with a lot of women, you know, and for them, it's costing them time with their children or time with their spouse, you know, of not wanting to be intimate. And how much is that really costing you? Like, beyond any monetary value, like if, if your core value as a wife is to be intimate and connected with your spouse, and you're not, you're not able to do that because you don't feel well, then isn't it worth 15 minutes of your week, you know, or 20 minutes of your week or whatever our our average is somewhere around like 30 minutes a week or something that you are focusing on yourself. So, so when we're looking at, and I've had to do this too, because I have been super guilty of saying, I don't have time. I don't have time. (laughs) Like, um, but I'm spending, you know, three hours a day on Instagram because I'm trying to decompress and like, and manage my physiologic stress. That's really coming from a hormone imbalance because it only happens one week before my period. Do I really not have time? Mm -hmm. Or Am I just not sure what to really focus on? Because what we have found in this programming, we've had homeschooling moms of eight kids. We've had moms that work full-time nights that have, you know, three kids. We have single moms. We have, um, we have single women who are in corporate jobs that are extremely busy. And there's not a single woman in this group that has hours of free time. There's just not one. And so I think we have to, allow ourselves the space to say, if I really knew what to focus on, that was really going to change the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. So let me just bring in like a real life example for you. So my daughter has pandas. She's healing from pandas, I should say. 
pediatric autoimmune neuro neurological disorder associated with strep. She got a strep infection that triggered an autoimmune switch and she began a very rapid decline into uh, a neurological regression. And meaning she lost almost all of her executive function. She uh, developed 20 different food allergies. Our entire life flipped on its head in a matter of days. And so, so when I say I know stress, I'm going to tell you, I know stress. Stress and I, we are familiar with each other. So um, what I am saying with that is that it was extremely overwhelming at the very beginning of that journey because I have a nurse brain. I am highly qualified. My field and my specialty is pediatrics children, right? I have seen one child in the course of a 15 year career with pandas. And so I knew, I knew about it, but I did not know how to pull her out of this place. And so the overwhelm was very real. But when I sat with an expert, I finally found an expert in the field and who was able to say, I know this and I know how to fix it. All you have to do today, Andrea, it's almost like cupping my face. Don't listen to anything else. All you have to do today is this one thing. And that one step is going to help get you out of this pit that you're in. That was nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault that we landed there. It was not, I mean, I, you know, I could blame strep throat, but strep is strep. Like it's going to be everywhere. So, um, so there's no point in that, but I think for me, even looking, looking back, not only on my hormone journey, but on my journey with my daughter is recognizing that if somebody had given me a 30 step protocol, we would not be where we are today. Like guarantee it. And yet you would do anything for your kids. So yeah, I would have done it, but it would have been extremely overwhelming. And I, I know for a fact, like I am 99.9% sure that we wouldn't be where we are today because it it would be unsustainable. And here's the thing. When we know what to focus on, it becomes sustainable. And what is sustainable is you are able to do it in and out of really hard seasons. So even when my daughter's in a flare, I have these sustainable hormone practical steps that I know I can do. I know exactly what to focus on Mm -hmm. so that when the poop hits the fan, I'm like, all right, I, my mood is not going to take this month. I'm still going to get great sleep. My libido is going to be normal. Mm-hmm. You're good. Yeah. Which it, that's the point. Right. Yeah. So that said, like if you get your time back, like, I mean, I, I was so used to planning my periods or planning my life around my periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was stealing my time. It was stealing family right. events for me. Cause I wouldn't go. Cause I knew I was going to be like in pain and miserable, but I got that. Time and weepy. Yeah. Like, why did they look at me sideways? <laughs> I know. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like that time investment, I got so much more time back. And even when the high stress situations come, because it's not like you're just going to get over one hurdle and you're going to be fine. But even with the high stress, like I'm saving myself time now because I'm not having to like figure out what's going or, I mean, you figure out what's going on, but I have the tools to give my body the support it needs. So it doesn't completely take me out of the game. So I'm right. saving so much more time now because I made that initial investment, especially right. in a high stress situation, mm-hmm. because now when I have high stress, I'm like, here's what I need to do. And it's going to be okay. So yeah. 
and you yeah. know what to focus on. And that's the point. Like we've I, had many women go through the program that like they got the virus that shall not be named and mm-hmm. like, and they still like they power, they didn't, I won't even say they powered through it. They knew what to focus on. Yeah. And instead of like focusing on all the things of like, great, now I'm not getting good sleep and now I'm not feeling well. And this is going to throw me back, you know, X amount of weeks we were, we were there for you. So like, we know how to help you navigate through all that stuff. And I think even when it comes to, um, even when it comes to like reaching out for help, or I don't know if I want to schedule a breakthrough call because I don't have 45 minutes. I think sometimes I think there's two reasons why we get stuck there because I know for myself, if I have to call like a new specialist or something, I'm like thinking about all the times I wasn't listened to, right? All the times I went in and they told me it was normal to feel like crap, or I just didn't get the help. You know what I mean? I didn't get the help that I needed. And so all of those things can like play in our head. And if like, of course you don't want to, it's like, who wants to schedule their pap smear? I don't, get anything meaningful out of that experience. But, but that to say, I mean, if you enjoy it, that's great. I have not personally, I give myself a sticker at the end to make myself feel better. But, um, but that being said, like, sometimes I think we don't take that step because we, we, we have the time somewhere. We don't know that we're going to get out of it, what we put into it. And so even with a breakthrough call, like the breakthrough call is not, I mean, yes, it is for women who are like, yes, I'm ready to do something. I just don't know what it is, but it's also to help you to pinpoint and see where are you stuck? What's contributing to your symptoms? Because I could say, you know, based on your, your charting or whatever labs you show me, okay, there's some low progesterone, there's high estrogen, there's whatever, but really it comes down to understanding what is influencing you in particular. Mm-hmm. And that might look very different than, you know, the five other people that I talked to this week. So if your hesitation to those of you watching, you know, to scheduling a breakthrough call with myself is I don't have time. I would challenge you to think about what you're going to get out of it, which is I'm going to get clarity on what's going on with my hormones. I'm going to feel validated. I'm going to feel encouraged. I'm going to leave with some practical action steps to get me out of this pit that I'm in. And whether that's working with me or not working with me, like that is the goal of that conversation is to, is to really get you to a place where you're feeling good again and where you feel hopeful and where you feel like I can actually have a really good healthcare experience and it doesn't have to look anything like that. Right. And I was going to say, that's exactly what I left our first call with, with hope. I would, I remember going to my husband, Preston and saying, oh my gosh, like you will not believe like she actually heard me. Like we, like she talks about how like, you know, estrogen was contributing to things and I, it was just amazing. I remember that feeling. I was just feeling so hopeful and being like, Preston, we need to make this happen. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and we just had that hard conversation because we had been through so many doctor's appointments where we were not listened to, yeah. where our, our like concerns were minimized and they, they just like would 
brush it under a rug of whether it was being overweight or whatever, like this is your normal. So I did leave that call with just so much hope. And I mean, I just, I totally remember that moment. It was, it was so awesome. Well, and and I personally, I love one of my favorite points on breakthrough calls is when um, I remember that moment with you, but I, but when all the pieces come together and women start, Oh, this was because of this, this, and this, and I'm not crazy. Like I don't have to live this way anymore. And that's why everybody in my family has these horrible migraines and horrible, heavy periods. It's not because of the estrogen. It's not because of the estrogen. That's going to be its whole own other thing. But, um, but yeah, that's like, to me, that's, I love that point where they get the breakthrough of understanding what is going on with their hormones, why they haven't felt listened to, why they feel like they keep hitting up against these brick walls and what they can actually, you know, that they have within themselves, you know, every single person that's listening to this within yourself, you have what it takes to feel better. Mm -hmm. It's just that you need, you need to know how to do it. Like you have, you have it within you, but it's needing to know how to do it and, and being willing to take that step to say, all right, I need some outside influence here because none of us can do everything by ourselves. You know, right. as much Absolutely. as I hate to admit it, as much as I hate it, hundred percent hate it, but right. I got to own it. Right. So, yeah. um, so regarding like not having time, do you, you know, or the belief around not having time, do you have any like parting words, you know, based on interactions that you you've had with clients that we work with, or even just yourself that you want to share? Um, I think just, um, the parting thought is you can't afford to not make the time because you really do have the time and you choose what you give your time to. And what is that costing you? Like take, take an evaluation of how your time's converting. Is that giving you the lifestyle and the freedom that you want? Or are you just surviving and getting by or even numbing yourself so you don't have to think about it? Like I did that a lot because I I didn't have hope. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's that I can't afford not to make the time. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. And um, yep, I've, I've done the same thing. And I think had I had more doctor's appointments where, you know, they shut me down and kind of closed me out or even refused to do lab testing or whatever, it would have just, you know, it just makes it that much harder. So I think, you know, just knowing that you can have a conversation with somebody who gets it, who's walked through it, who's had like the worst of, I mean, I had all the symptoms like hot flashes, night sweats, vomiting, diarrhea, weight loss, insomnia, mood swings, heavy period. Like when you see that checklist, just see Andrea was there (laughs) at one point. So Um, yeah. So if you're watching this and you're like, okay, it's time for me to schedule a breakthrough call. I'm going to drop the link in the comments. Um, we do have a few spots available this month, um, where I'm able to have conversations with people. So that's you, you definitely want to grab them while they are available. Um, Liz, thank you so much for sharing your perspective and just your experience and yeah, how, you know, give people some hope. That's really what it's all about. So thank you so much for taking the time today. And for those of you watching, uh, feel free to comment, ask questions, drop me a PM. Happy to help you today. And I hope everybody has a great rest of their Monday.